Good evening, folks, and welcome to Wednesday night uh, or Wednesday afternoon, or I just heard uh, this afternoon that we have some listeners in Australia. So good morning to those listeners out there as well. Uh, back from my trip in Vegas uh, last week, attending the Surfaces show it was a great show, and that's actually what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about you know why you should attend some of these trade shows. I had a great time. I finished my seminar out there. Bunch of great, uh, a bunch of great people out there. Uh, we had nine students in that class. So um, if you want to sign up for a class, I'll have another one coming up in June. That one's going to be in Florida, and of course next year I'll do another one, uh, another one again. Uh, I put some uh, invites out there for uh, anybody out there to call in if they want to share their experience uh, with these trade shows. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear from Luke with the with tile money or Jason from the GTP group. I'm sure you guys who follow their Facebook page and their podcast uh, know what I'm <clears throat> what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, what I want to do before we, uh, we we get their input, uh, if they call in, is to kind of give you a rundown of why I think it's important. Uh, to go to these trade shows. That show last week was wonderful. I mean, it, it was huge. It was big. It took a long time to get through. And I, I realize sometimes it's hard to talk to uh, some of the exhibitors there. But if you're, you're patient enough, uh, there's a many, many reasons why I think you should attend a trade show. I've come up with 10. And I'm just going to kind of go through them real quick. And then again, if, like I said, if you want to call in, the phone number is 323-870-3968. Of course, the first reason I has is to find out what's new. You know, what's out there? What's what's new and developing? Uh, you know, it's funny. I was out there. I had a buddy of mine ask me about this particular type of new shower system, you know, a foam pan or whatever. So I went and checked those guys out. Uh, so what's not only great about seeing some of these new developments and, and new products, uh, it not only inspires you, but uh, you can compare. Uh, go and compare that product with, you know, say a competing a competing product, and go around the show because just about everybody in the stone and tile industry is is there. Uh, so the second one, obviously, is is to be inspired. Uh, a lot of times, walking around these shows, uh, you can come up with some really creative ideas. Uh, not only as far as the equipment and your installation business, your restoration business, your fabrication business, or or whatever, it's uh, really inspiring to see all these these. These, this new equipment, uh, new methods for doing things, as well as the new materials that are out there in, in stone and tile. You know, I was totally impressed with some of the new porcelain slabs that are out there right now. And, uh, man, some of those, you know, there's one that looks just like Calcutta marble. And if you put that porcelain right next to a piece of real Calcutta, it's really difficult to tell. You know, I remember 30 years ago going to some of these trade shows, you, you know, you could tell the fake stuff. Now it's getting so good especially when it comes to the porcelain tiles. I mean, it's really difficult uh, to tell the, tell the difference. And of course, the third reason that I think is important for attending these shows is to meet new exhibitors or to meet your old exhibitors. Um, you know, I, I tend to keep up with this stuff, you know, through the magazine, through the trade rags, if you will, uh, through my networking capabilities, but it's, it's even nicer to be able to see this stuff and meet these people for real rather than talking to them on, on the phone. Of course, I think number four in my reasons why you should go to a trade show and probably should be number one on my fourth list here, and that is the networking capabilities. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting a lot of people that I see on Facebook, that I see online, that I talk to, that I deal with on a regular basis, and it's just it's wonderful. Sometimes the meetings are short. I know if Jake and uh, – I mean if um, uh, Jason and, and, uh, is listening that uh, – 
eh, you know, it was a quick meeting, but hey, you know, everybody was busy out there. But I can't emphasize enough how important networking is. Networking is extremely important. Uh, you know, back in the day, I was having this conversation with someone out there. You know, I remember back in the day when I got started, everything was a big secret. You couldn't get any information out of anybody. Installers didn't want to tell you what they were doing. Restoration guys didn't want to tell you what you're doing. Fabrication was, you know, don't go look in a shop. Don't see the way we're fabricating. It's so much different today. The, you know, the education that's available out there through a lot of the trade associations, uh, through, you know, individuals, through distributors, through suppliers, and as, as well as through groups like the Global Tile uh, Posse and, and, and a few others, Tile Geeks, et cetera. I mean, the information is, is widely shared, which I think is absolutely wonderful. I'm finally glad to see that happen. But going to the trade show gives you another opportunity uh, to network with that. You can, I've already mentioned this, but you can compare products. You know, let's take uh, thin sets, for example. You know, you can go over to Mapay, you can go over to Custom Building Products and all the other ones and compare and, you know, listen to their sales pitch. Listen to their, you know, talk to their technical guys and, and actually see. Ask your, ask your buddies that are in the same business that you're networking with, you know, which ones do you use? Now, I know a lot of that goes on in the Facebook groups, et cetera, but, you know, when you do it live, it's just, I, 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 I can't put my finger on, the big difference is from talking to someone face to face. I mean, I know we have all the social media and it's all great. I love it. I use it, but meeting face to face and discussing, discussing these things face to face is just, you know, in my, in my opinion, you, you can't, you can't compare. Also the number six reason I go to trade shows is to find solutions to specific needs that I have with, with, with my company. And of course, you know, I'm a consultant and a trainer, and an inspector, I mean, you may be an installer, you may be a restoration guy, you may be a fabricator, you know, whatever your line is in the in the stone and tile business. I mean, here's where to take your, your biggest problems, talk it over with your groups, talk it over in some of the seminars, uh, you know, also, you know, look at some of the uh, exhibitors there and, and throw it by them too, see what happens. The seventh is you're gaining firsthand experience. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words. You can go online, you can see all these new products, you can see all this new equipment, and that's, again, that's wonderful. But uh, actually seeing it there live in person, and in some cases getting your hands on it is, to me, you can't compare that type of, uh, that type of experience. Uh, you can check out your competition. Um, and what I mean by checking out your competition, you know, see what they're doing, you know. Uh, and today, I think, you know, someone once told me this a long time ago that I have that I have no competition. Everybody does something a little bit differently. And, and you see that on the groups. You see that where someone uses a particular setting mortar. Someone does a shower pan entirely different. Not, there's nothing wrong with the differences, but you want to learn. You want to learn from that so you can check them out. My number nine issue is to consolidate the purchasing process. In other words, you may go there and, and find that you, you have some options when it comes to dealing with some of these 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 vendors. Uh, a lot of times they'll take orders on a trade show. Sometimes they won't. And number 10 is, and I've, I've done this many, many times over the years, and I've, I have friends and, and colleagues that do the same thing, is that you can get some great deals. You know, setting up a trade show, if you've ever had the opportunity to do that, it's a pain. It's a pain in the butt. You've got to ship everything. Shipping costs you an arm and a leg. It's just, you know, it's a lot. So a lot of the equipment that's there, you can get at a really discounted price. And that goes from everything from simple, you know, grinders uh, to trowels to uh, mixers right on up to uh, CNC and water jet machines. So <clears throat> it's something you definitely want to take out. So 
I can't emphasize enough. Now, if anybody's listening, you want to call in, now would be the time to do it. The number is 323-870-3968. I'd like to know what your experience is. You know, what do you find exciting about these trade shows? We have basically two trade, what I consider to be major trade shows in the United States. We have surfaces, which just occurred uh, here in in Las Vegas, a uh, great venue out there. And now we have coverings, and coverings is held every year as well. This year, coverings is going to be in New Orleans, uh, April 20th uh, through the 23rd. So I'm going to go ahead and try to get up there to that show as well, whether I make it or not. It's going to depend on my on my schedule and how busy I am. So again, the phone numbers are 323-870-3968 if you want to call in and share your experience. Uh, you can send me an email if you like, which is fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. Or I actually have my Facebook page open here as well. So if you want to chime in uh, on, on Facebook as well, you can just simply search for Stone Forensics and uh, go ahead and uh, send me an instant message there. And I'd be more than happy uh, uh, to read it uh, on the air. All right, why we're, why we're waiting for, for your opinions to come in. Now, let me go back a minute and take a look at uh, some of the new developments and some of the new things that I that I saw. I mentioned one already, and that is the uh, the new porcelain slabs that are out there. Um, again, uh, these materials are getting larger and larger and larger. And as an inspector, I'm running into a lot of issues uh, with installing these panels. A lot of the guys out there don't know how to install them. And when I when I'm talking about not just wall panels but also for flooring as well. I just looked at a project up in um, up in Virginia Beach uh, that had uh, uh, slabs that were 60 inches by 120 inches. I had some really big slabs. They were laid on the floor. They were thin set to the floor, and they're just cracking all over the place because they weren't set properly. So I would encourage anyone out there that's looking at some of this new material that you see at the trade shows is, first of all, get a specification from the manufacturer. How do they recommend they set this stuff? And secondly, and probably should be probably first, is get training. Uh, make sure you go out there and get the proper training. Um, you know, the NTCA, our sponsor here, the National Tile Contractors Association, uh, offers uh, training on many of these. So take advantage of that. Whether you go through the certification process or not, they do offer seminars. I would highly, highly recommend that you you attend those attend those seminars. Now, even if you're a in a different uh, aspect of the stone and tile industry, let's say you're a fabricator or a, um, a restoration guy, it's important to know how this stuff is installed. You know, I do a lot of terrazzo inspections and, you know, quite honestly, I, I don't install terrazzo. I've, you know, been involved with some minor installations, but I understand how it's poured. I understand how it's worked. I understand how it's finished. So I understand those things simply because I've been to the seminars. Now, that's another uh, thing that I didn't mention on my top 10 list, and that is these trade shows have great seminars, some really reputable uh, seminars, uh, speakers from all over the world in many cases. And I know now uh, Surfaces, the one I just attended out in Las Vegas, actually had a whole day of seminars before the show even opened. So you can't use the excuse that, uh, well, I didn't go to the seminars because I was at the trade show walking around. Well, that's a reason they do this. And, of course, they have seminars before the show opens. Uh, I believe they may even have some seminars after the show opens. And what I always say about seminars, I, I do this when I market my own seminars. I do this when I talk to people about, you know, hey, would you go to this guy's seminar? Would you go to this particular seminar? And see if you come out of a seminar or a training 
program, learning one new thing that's going to help you, then it was worth it. So uh, that's my two cents when it when it comes when it comes to that. So, all right. So let's look at some of the other new new products that I saw. Of course, I saw some new installation systems out there for uh, for shower pans, et cetera, and. You know, one of the number one failures I run into on a on a regular basis as an inspector is shower failures, uh, shower tub surrounds, anything to do with uh, uh, the bathroom, so so to speak, or, or restroom. And uh, a lot of it is inexperience. Uh, you know, I get a lot of, and I don't mean to digress off this topic, but I get a lot of complaints about product and product failure. And I'll be honest with you, in the 30-some years, almost 40 years that I've been in this business, I rarely have seen a product fail. Uh, now, I say that with a grain of salt. I have seen products fail, but rarely do I see a product fail. 99% of the time, it is not a product failure. It's an installation issue. It might be a prep issue. It may be the way the material was installed, whatever. So, you know, again, very important when you're looking at these new systems, particularly when it comes to showers, that you follow the manufacturer's recommendation as well as the NTCA guidelines and the uh, Natural Stone Institute's guidelines as well, extremely important because as an inspector, when I go out and I look at these things and I determine what the failure is or what I think the failure is, I'm going to refer to the, to the guidelines and the standards. Uh, that's extremely important. You know, your, your, your word is one thing. I could say, hey, I've been in a business for 40 years and I know what I'm talking about. What does that mean? But when I can refer, you know, a, a failure or whatever to the actual guideline or standard, then that's what you have. Now, on that subject, and again, I'm digressing, I'm sorry, keep in mind that uh, <clears throat> the NTCA manual and the Natural Stone manual are not standards. They are guidelines, and guidelines can be interpreted uh, depending on the geographical areas, and, and in the, both of those manuals, they do have disclaimers in the front for that, but not to say that that's a bad thing, uh, it's, it's a good thing because those are guidelines that you can use. The true standards are your ASTM standards, which are primarily testing standards, and your ANSI standards, uh, which are true standards. And I know both the Natural Stone Institute's design manual as well as the NTCA uh, guideline also refer to those standards. So extremely important. All right. Again, the phone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323 323- Eight seven zero three nine six eight. I'd love you to call in and share your experience with uh, with why you should attend these uh, stone and tile trade shows. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to take a quick break here, and uh, here's from one of our sponsors. The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. All righty, folks. Uh, you know, one of the other things that I, I mentioned that I really enjoy about these trade shows is the uh, 
the events that they have there. Um, I know they do the the testing there for the uh, for the tile certification, and you can actually watch that as these guys are struggling uh, to pass their their hands-on portion of the test. So that that's always kind of interesting. But even the events they have there, the the Natural Stone Institute has several events there, the NTCA has several events there, and then the dinners. I mean, if you're lucky enough to get invited to a dinner, and if you network at the shows, you'll get invited the following year. Keep in contact with a lot of these vendors. You're invited to some of these events and parties, uh, not only dinners, but parties. And then the opportunity to network with just, you know, a small group of guys, too, such as, you know, the guys at, at GTP, whatever. So uh, uh, Tile Geeks and, and all those guys. So it's it's really good to, to catch up with those guys. Um, but that's another reason to attend some of these uh, some of these trade shows. Um, you know, uh, you know, what are the downsides to trade shows? And I really hate to bring this up, but there are some downsides. First of all, you've got to be away from your business. And I know, you know, that that can be tough, especially if you're, you know, you're, you're a one man operation or you're a small company, but, you know, plan for it. I mean, these events are planned, uh, you know, a year or more ahead of time, you know, put them on your calendar and try to plan for them because the information you can get there, the education you can get. And and the things that you can see and new equipment can you see are only going to help you in your business. Um, it's going to allow you to do things better, uh, higher quality, uh, faster. And what that means is it means you're going to make you're going to make more money. So you know definitely 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 plan for them. It can be exhausting. Uh, I will say you might need to wear a good pair of uh, of walking shoes when you go around here because there's a lot of walking involved. I know, you know, I wasn't there every day because I was doing my seminar, but the uh, one day I did go there. I walked around for four to five hours, and uh, my legs were hurting puppies. I tell you, so um, you know, wear some very comfortable shoes. I saw some of the ladies walking around in high heels, and I'm like, I don't know how they're doing it, uh, walking around, uh, visiting all these uh, displays, etc., with with these high heels on. So um, that's something you may want to uh, seriously consider. Of course, it's Vegas, and I'm glad to see that Surfaces is, is held at Vegas every year. I uh, I'm to one of my favorite towns. I I manage to go there. I don't know four or five times a year, sometimes more a year for for work, uh, for inspection work. And of course, when I'm there, I do contribute to the local economy, and the local casino. So uh, that's always that's always fun. Uh, if you don't like to gamble, uh, just a little plug for Vegas. There's all kinds of things you can do outside of Vegas. I was there in October before the show and I decided to go on a museum trip. So I went out to the mob museum. I went out to the Clark County museum. Uh, there's a neon sign museum. You can go out to red rock and go out to the Valley of fire. Uh, there's a lot to do in Vegas outside of the casinos. And it, it took me many years to do that. So, you know, what I like to do with these, these uh, trade show trips is to go out there a day or two before uh, kind of have a little vacation before go to the trade show for a couple of days or all week if you want to attend a bunch of the seminars. And then um, uh, from that point on, just, uh, you know, uh, go on vacation again. So, all right, we have a caller. Let me get it in here. I don't know who it is. It's from an 831 area code. Caller, who is this? Oh, hey, this is Luke Miller. Hey, Luke, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Fred? I'm doing good, Luke. For those of you that don't know, Luke uh, hosts the podcast Tile Money. He's actually been on the show before, and I don't know if you've heard, Luke, what I was talking about before, but kind of give me your input. You know, why why do you go to these trade shows, and what do you think the why do you think the folks should go? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think the number one reason to go is like you were saying to network with like-minded people, and um, 
You know, I, I was telling some people in my group, Kyle Money, to uh, to go a day early. You know, really the show, like that show in Las Vegas starts on a Tuesday this year. And Monday, you know, is kind of um, is really the beginning. It's not the, it's not the convention center. The, the doors to the convention center aren't open. But the education, right. um, there was a full day of education seminars on Monday. And since there's three an hour, there was, you know, I, I guess upwards of uh, – up close to 20 or 15 I, I guess I didn't count yep. them all but you know there's three an hour for six or seven hours and so um so that's really you know from my perspective you know get some business education and there's less people there so at at that event you know Monday and then every day during the trade show that it would be from like eight to to eleven or noon that they right. have it but that first Monday is a full day and then I I was telling some friends too to go to uh the TCNA technical meeting, which is the handbook meeting oh, yeah. and the technical committee meeting. And, and I had a bunch, I, I skipped it this time, to be honest. I wanted to, I, there was some really intriguing um, business discourses or seminars that I wanted to see. And and I just went to one a few months ago. So, but I, I told a few friends and they went and they were blown away. They loved it. Um, you know, a lot of pile guys and stone guys, as yourself, you know, were really, into that geeky sort of thing like what how, what goes into the, the process of you know editing right. and adding to this tcna manual so that that could be a really eye-opening you know for me it was really interesting to see at one time and I'll, I'll go back in other years i'm sure and do you know that is that open to everyone or is it open to members only well you know, like you know, you know? They, yeah i mean i think officially they say members only but honestly if if you're not a member and you're interested in that, I think they would let you in and open the doors. I mean, you know, they're looking for people to add to the to the discussion. So anybody who who is, right. is of interest, I you know, and I, I can't speak for them, but I I was in one of their meetings once, and you know, technically it's members only, but there was a non-member there, and they said, oh well, we're glad that you're interested in becoming a member, and he was, and then I I think later that day he signed up. Um, but be, it's because of the social media stuff, really, that um, we're seeing more of an interest with even non-members because they find out about it. And then, that you know, we had a bunch of uh, people sign up to be an NTCA member during that event, you know, every day. Great. So let me so. put you on the spot, Luke. You know, walking around the show, you know, I, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show with some of the stuff that I saw. But, uh, you know, what, what what kind of you were like, wow, I didn't know that existed or – or maybe there was a piece of equipment or a method or something that, that you may have picked up that you didn't know before. Anything well, off the top of your uh, head? Yeah, I mean, right when I walked in, you know, the first thing I saw, and I, well, I had actually, they had reached out to me and asked me to come look at it, was Dell Tile had a new a new porcelain tile. It's actually a click and lock together system. And um, mm-hmm. very interesting system. Um it's a strong tile that they made, you know, and it's, they made it for a certain reason, you know, basically to kind of be another option for a quick floor, which mm-hmm. is like VCT floor is quick, you know, it can kind of lock right. together. Is, um, that, is, that, kind of, is that, was that set with mortar or is it just a dry laid type floor? I mean, how is that? It, I don't recall. Yeah, it's that. a dry lay. a lot. Yeah. It's a dr- yeah, it's a dry lay floating floor, Fred. And um Wow. There's no thin set, there's no mortar. Um what they've wow. done is they've you know, and I'm not here to, to be a salesman for them, but <laughs> they, sure. They've epoxied they've epoxied 
um, the material, which is actually, uh, I believe, limestone on a thin limestone onto the back, and it's very strong. It makes the porcelain very strong, and I I can't remember all the psi numbers, but you can drop a ball on it from uh, like six feet up, and it'll just oh, wow. hairline crack like a like a steel wow. ball. They have you know you probably know more about those tests that they have to to yeah the um, STM test yeah yeah and and so. So I was kind of impressed, and I went in with my guard up, and it's it's not something that I'm necessarily interested in myself, and I and I you know I have my feelings on it, you know I, I think it's a, you know, it's almost one of those things I would hate to see it in a Home Depot or a, or a big box store. <laughs> exactly, I agree. <laughs> I, I really would, um, and I hate the fact that if that's where it's going, you know that that's sad to me because you know, the failure rates will go up. But as they explained it yep. to me, um, one of the first questions I had is how many square feet do you have out there and how many months or years has it been down? And they do have, you know, tens of thousands of feet down for, for months and months now. And I could see this being a business for somebody who wants to take on big commercial projects that, that need a, um, a flat floor quick. And if you if you partnered up with, say, Ladecrete, they have that super cap truck, it's a self-leveling truck, you could pour right. ten thousand feet in a day, and then the next day with a crew with a crew of maybe four or five people, you could install ten thousand feet of this click porcelain in a day, and then ground it the next day with a urethane a pot um, or urethane ground, excuse me, that they provide. So it is interesting, um, very controversial. Uh, it'll be interesting to see in the years how it stands up. You know, it's yep. it's an eighth <clears throat> inch and, and ten feet. The floors the same substrate you know has to be flat just like ceramic or porcelain tile um i you know i would think even flatter but uh i don't know <laughs> but they're they're calling well, for an eighth inch every 10 feet yeah well i mean it's interesting you should say that because you know i've been in this business long enough to remember some of the some of the things that have been introduced you know years ago that didn't really last you know one yeah. of them was the one of them was the really thin um uh what do they call it the uh honeycomb type laminated stone that they were using on floors. Mm. I mean, of course, not, they use it as paneling now on, you know, for uh, exteriors and, and and walls, but that kind of, it kind of failed uh, when it came to floors. I mean, there, there's some projects out yeah. there, but uh, it's not as big as they thought it was. So I, I think you're right. It's going to be interesting. And, and I think listeners need to know that, you know, when you see these new products, I, I, you know, ask the right questions. And I, I think some of the questions you asked are right up there. You know, how many feet do you have down? How long has it been down? Uh, how is it holding yeah. up? Can I go? Where is it? Is it somewhere I can go see it or whatever? So that's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. One of the things that I saw out there, I don't know if you saw them with the porcelain slabs. Have, did you happen to see those? Yeah, I've been large those porcelain for a while. Slabs. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a, getting, they're getting so better at it. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I forget what company it was that was there. They had the, uh, they had one that looked like Calcutta marble, and uh, I thought it was a slab right. of Calcutta right. marble. It was like, wow, stuff's so, stuff's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been talking with Noah Chitty a little bit about that. Um, of course, he sits on the TCNA technical handbook meeting as. Uh, kind of writing some of these standards for these porcelain slabs as they, you know, kind of rapidly right. take over the market. He says they're, they're selling 20%, you know, growth. They're seeing 20% growth year after year um, with these slabs. And I believe it. Yeah. it's really, you know, taken off. And uh, it sounds like they're just, it's, it's really just getting started. So um, it's an interesting, another interesting, you know, development in the tile world that uh, 
you know, people who who uh, aren't paying attention, they might get left behind. Um, yep. It's good at least to know to know what these things are and to know how they work. You don't have to love them. You don't have to install them. But to know about them, and, and to, you know, that's why you go to these trade shows, really. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. As a matter of fact, before the before the uh, the show out there, I had an inspection to do on a on a home, a very wealthy home, of course, uh, up in the Virginia yeah. Virginia Beach area, and they were using 60 inch by 120 inch porcelain slabs, and the installer who installed them admitted that he was unfamiliar with them, and. Yeah. To make a long story short, if they failed miserably, they were cracking all over the place because they didn't know how to install them. So, you know, I, I encourage I encourage installers out there if you're going to take on a new product, you know, get trained, get educated. You know, and these yeah. trade shows are perfect or a good start anyway for uh, for learning some of some of how to install some of these newer materials. Yeah, I mean, perfect example. You know, I think it was I guess it was Monday night. They have a happy hour. You know, kind of the first happy hour and. I guess, I, you know, I guess it's the show that puts it on, and I, I, I was conversing with some guys I had known, you know, and I had met at the previous trade shows, and then I saw two guys standing in the corner, and I went over and introduced myself. Well, it turns out they're from Hawaii, and they're ah. they work for a slab a slab company, and we started talking about this porcelain panels, and they said, you know, we're having a lot of trouble with them, um, you know, they're they're time consuming, um, they're harder to yep. work with than slabs. And I yep. said, well, hey, do you want to do you want to meet some some guys who are are killing it over here in the, in the um you know the, the lower fifty or whatever you want to call it right, over here right. in, the, in the mainland? And so I I made the introduction and they started talking to each other like they were old friends because they they both have this common thing now that they're working on. Yep. And I I introduced them to somebody um out of the east east coast who's been working with these slabs for a while and it was a perfect introduction for them and. You know, that's, that's, again, you know, that's why you go to these trade shows, too. <laughs> they were able to probably come away with, um, you know, knowledge that would have taken them years if they had just stayed in Hawaii and, and not gone out and not introduced themselves to people. And absolutely. You know, what, I, what I've also found with, you know, what I call one-on-one or what do you want to call it, face-to-face contact is, uh, sure, sure. you know, people people will open up to that more so than they will, you know, going on a, a social media site where they're going to type their opinion because, you know, they may be afraid of criticism or for whatever reason they they don't want to do it. But, man, you get these guys, like like you said, in these trade shows and you start talking to them, all of a sudden, you know, yeah. you're, you're I mean, I'm, I'm like a sponge when it comes to that stuff. It's like, you know, well, how do you do it? You know, well, what problems are you seeing? So it's it, it's really – yeah. I'm glad there's only. I, I'm not. I, I wish there was more than two a year, but I'm glad there's only two a year, <laughs> two major trade shows a year because uh, I'd be going to trade yeah. shows constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> are you going to be at? Are you going to be at coverings? By the way. Yeah, I'll be at coverings, and I'll actually be okay. um, lead, leading. Um, I guess they call it a, a breakout, like a roundtable. Okay. Good. And there's going to be there's going to be four contractors. Um, and we're going to be talking about pricing. One of the most common questions is how to price this or that. Yep. And so I'm going to interview um, – I won't give any names out here, but there's a there's a contractor who has like five five um, employees, and then there's all the way up to a contractor who has like 500. So I'm going to be – it's a wide range of people, contractors, I should say, that I'll interview Good. so that every everybody in the audience should be able to take away something. Oh, that would be great. 
And that's the type of information that I, I encourage people to go out and, you know, one of the other reasons for attending the, attending these trade shows. I'm going to try to make it. Perhaps we can hook up for more than just a, a few minutes. I know we I kind of missed you and Jason there uh, at the show, but we were all busy running know, around, I, and uh, it's crazy. <laughs> it was just a crazy couple hours there when, when we ran into each other, and I was being pulled in a few directions. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Definitely yeah. understand. Anyway, well, any last-minute words for the folks out there? Well, you said – I was listening to the show earlier before I called in, and you did say, you know, there are some downsides. And uh, I'm sitting over here kind of nursing a cold, a head cold. I'm, I'm yeah, me too. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess boost up your immune system before you go. To be, yep. <laughs> that's be my uh, last words of wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I was out when I went out there. I think the second day I was doing a seminar, you know, my my inspection seminar out there while the show was going on. And day two, I developed an awful yeah. cough and an awful cold. And I had a cold the entire time I was out there, and still a little bit oh, stuffed no. up. You can tell by in, but it's like, but I still had a good time regardless. But sure, know, sure, should have been boosting yeah. up the vitamin C and the zinc, I guess. <laughs> At least it All wasn't right, that corona, coronavirus, you know? <laughs> no, no, knock on wood, right? <laughs> All right. Well, Luke, hey, I appreciate it. I keep listening to your podcast, and I encourage everyone to do the same. It's uh, What's the website again? Is it tilemoney.com? Dot, dot com, website yeah, again? Dot com, okay. Yeah, yeah tilemoney.com. You can find links to um, the different various ways you can listen to it on YouTube or Spotify. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways. So, Perfect. Yep, that's it. All right. Sounds good, Luke. Look forward to seeing you in April. All right. Have a good evening. Thank you. Yeah, right, you too. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, there you go. Some some good good information from a contractor and a podcaster there on uh, why to attend these trade shows. And uh, if anyone else wants to call in and uh, give your advice, let me give the phone number out one more time. It's 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. I'm going to take a quick break here, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate product. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Alrighty, folks. Uh, again, the phone number is 323-870-3968. Uh, let me kind of highlight or I guess outline one more time my top 10 uh, reasons for attending these trade shows. They are to learn about new developments, to be inspired, 
to meet exhibitors, to network with other attendees, to compare products, to find solutions specific to your company's needs, to gain firsthand experience, check out your competition, consolidate the purchasing process, and look at possibly getting great deals. And I guess it should be number 11, and that is uh, education and attend some of the uh, the seminars uh, that are out there. Okay, folks, uh, if I don't have any more callers here, you still have time to call in. I've got a few more things I want to discuss real quickly here. Uh, the biggest announcement I have, I just checked the stats for this show. I've been doing this show a little over a year now, and we are up to 8,000 unique listens. So congratulations to everybody out there who listens to the show. My main purpose for this show, I make no money doing this. Uh, this is purely done on a volunteer basis. It actually cost me money to do this, except for a few sponsors, uh, is uh, um, to educate, you know, to provide, you know, education uh, to guys that are out there in all areas of the stone and tile business, from sales to fabrication, restoration, uh, uh, installation, you know, what have you. If, it's a, if it has to do with stone and tile, uh, this is what I want to want to try to do. So with that said, if anybody knows anyone that has something interesting to share, whether it's a new product or a product in general, whether it's your experience, um, especially on the technical side, uh, please, please, please uh, send me an email at F Houston. That's F H U E S T O N at gmail.com. You can always send me a uh, instant message on Facebook. If you will, just go to my Facebook page, which is uh, look up stone forensics. And uh, you'll get to my Facebook page. Every Friday, I post a failure. If you're interested in that, I should say a stone and tile failure. Um, so uh, we, we have some interesting projects that, that, that are there as well. Uh, I also do my failures. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I also write for the Slippery Rock Gazette. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the Slippery Rock Gazette, it's a trade newspaper. Uh, you can find it at Slippery Rock Gazette. Dot net. Uh, you can subscribe there and actually get the print print version as well. So when you go to the library, you've got something to read. I write an interesting article in there every every month called this called the Stone Detective. So folks, I think I'm going to wrap things up now. I want to thank everybody for listening. So until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. <laughs>